702 Drive. Let's get then to that swimming story. Uh, we are now joined by Alan Fritz, uh, who is the uh, seven, uh, who is the uh, president of Swimming South Africa. Welcome to the show, uh, Mr. Fritz, and thanks very much for your time. Good afternoon, John. Uh, please call me Alan. One, uh, Makes me feel a little bit older than I am. Uh, you're not as old as me, <laughs> but but. <laughs> um, I want to I want to talk to you about a piece, and I'm sure you're familiar with that interview given by Rocco Mayring, who is one of our uh, leading uh, swimming coaches, uh, training at Tux University, and he's saying there is a significant problem: swimmers cannot put in the hours they need ahead of a tournament as critical as the Olympics in pools that are are not heated. They they simply can't do it, particularly as we move deeper into winter. And he's suggesting that the uh, load shedding problem at the Olympic, uh, uh, the, the facilities that are suitable for Olympic training is not being addressed. What's your response to that? Because I don't think this is an old problem. I seem to think we've talked about this before. Yeah, you're 100% correct, John. We have talked about this before, and we've seen it uh, preparing for the 2020 Olympics that was held in 2021 in Tokyo. Uh, but there uh, are sort of, uh, as I said to the journalist yesterday, there are two solutions to this problem. One is that uh, Olympics is in the world, and we want to make sure that our athletes are as best so that there's no symptoms. Okay, um, as we talk about load-shedding problems and things that don't work properly, a phone line uh, that reminds us that more than one thing can break. So let's do this. Let's get you uh, the very latest traffic update. Let's get Alan Fritz on a better line, and let's keep going with that conversation. It's, it's very, very important. I mean, apart from anything else, if we are investing in these athletes, we want to give them the best chance. But as I said, swimming has delivered 16 uh, gold medals uh, in the period uh, since readmission to to the Olympics uh, since 1996. Six of those 16 have been gold. So uh, there's a lot at stake here. We need to get it right. It's 13 minutes past five. Before we swim, let's see if we can drive. Currently in the UN Security Council, there's a vote on a demand for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Uh, Algeria sponsors of that motion, I believe, are currently speaking uh, to the matter. And we'll let you know if there's any developments and updates on that. 16 past five, let's pick up our conversation on the challenges faced by our top swimmers. And some of our top swimmers are genuine medal medal candidates at the Olympics in Paris coming up in July. Uh, Reintroduce my guest, Alan Fritz, President of Swimming South Africa. Mr. Uh, Alan, welcome back. I mean, I did, uh, we didn't really get very far, and I wonder if I should just put my first question again and say, this is a problem we've faced before. Um, How close are we to resolving it? Over to you. Thank you, John. Good afternoon uh, to your listeners. Thanks for having me on your show. Yes, you were quite right in your remarks that uh, it's not a new problem. Uh, we had this problem in preparing for the 2020 Games, which was held in to- Tokyo in 2021. Uh, this time, we uh, feel that uh, uh, we have to approach government uh, in two ways. One is to um, see if uh, three pools could be exempted from uh, load shedding. That is at the University of Pretoria, the one in Durban, Kings Park Pool, and uh, the one in Port Elizabeth and Newton Park Pool, so that we can create a bubble where training can go ahead uninterruptedly. The second 
kind of uh, approach would be uh, yes to uh, seek sponsorships to buy these generators. Uh, you know, it would cost in the, to run them for the next six months until the Olympics would cost about five to six million. Uh, and uh, look for sponsors that could fund these generators based at those three venues. That is the solution that we would like to put to our ministry, for our ministry to engage the Minister of Electricity and the Minister of uh, Mineral Energy and Mineral, and uh, we hope that they can come to the party, because you are 100% right, it is uh, the swimmers that has the potential, was probably the biggest potential at this Olympic Games in the Paris showpiece, to uh, bring back some silverware. Well, what do you expect, Alan, the size of our swimming team to be? Um, and then we'll talk medal candidates in a moment. But but roughly, how many swimmers would we be sending? I ask that because I'm trying to work out how many swimmers we need to accommodate in, in this training uh, regime that, you, that you're trying to hold on to. Uh, thanks. We, we could have as much as 15 swimmers. Uh, we have already six to seven swimmers that has qualified for, for Paris 2024. Um, so we're talking about 15, 16 athletes if uh, we're going to participate in relays. Uh, and of course, officials will accompany them. Uh, and then there's the other disciplines of diving, uh, artistic swimming, uh, and so on. It also needs to be accommodated at these venues. So you can talk in excess of about 30 the athletes that we're talking about. And and your your conversations with government, what stage are they at? You're obviously engaging with different ministries. Some of it might be around uh, the possibility of financial support. The other is the logistical step um, of trying to uh, exempt certain areas because it wouldn't just be the pool, uh, certain areas from load shedding. How, how far have you got to that? Have, have the meetings begun or the talks underway? No, we haven't started the talks. I mean, uh, the World Championships in Doha that we've just returned from was one of our milestones in terms of measuring where we are against the rest of the world and what our potential are. Our potential are really good. There's no doubt about that. And if government can support uh, the notion of exempting certain areas, uh, engaging our minister, engaging with his counterparts in cabinet to... uh, uh, these are very small areas that needs to be exempted, and I firmly believe it can be accommodated. Uh, the pride of the nation is really on us as a federation uh, in swimming, and most probably other federations like athletics. Uh, and we've got to create the best environment yes. for these athletes to flourish and uh, bring back uh, what makes our nation proud, and that is podium performances. Uh, I've got a question from a listener. It's not related to the issue that we invited you on to talk about, Alan Fritz, but uh, I'd like you to to just give us a response, if you will. Someone says, please ask why the qualifying times for the Olympics are so crazy. The Olympic qualifying for the 50 free style is 22.8, but South Africa wants it at 21.6, which is a, a medal time. Um, I, I know nothing about that, but but I'm certain that you do. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure uh, if yep. if you can answer that question for us now. Yes, the, the Olympic qualifying times are not set by Swimming South Africa. The A qualifying or B qualifying time is set by the world body. Right. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, our own Olympic committee, SESCOC, has got their own qualifying time. The, uh, I can't speak on behalf of SESCOC, but uh, the Olympic committee sets qualifying times for all sports to participate at the Olympic Games. And that's their, their domain. But, uh, you know, the A and B qualifying times are set by the world bodies. In, in, in our case, it's the world aquatics. 
let's let's look at the next few months because I would imagine that for uh, swimmers, because we're focusing on swimming, but presumably all uh, Olympic hopefuls, um, literally every day counts. Probably every session of every day counts. Uh, a coach like Rocco Meiring, who's been uh, the man putting this front and center, will presumably have a schedule between now and uh, when people get into the departure lounge to 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 go to Paris. How how urgently do we need this resolve? Because uh, every hour or, or, or session lost in the pool could, could be really quite material, I would imagine. Hundred uh, percent, John. We've we've just returned, and I assume that Rocco will and the other coaches will uh, keep the swimmers off for a day or two just to recoup from jet lag and so yes. on. But back back to training. Uh, the world of swimming changes within a matter of days or weeks. Uh, and uh, we have seen at this champs that there are nations that are coming forward. Uh, New Zealand was pretty good. Uh, the Germans are back. Uh, uh, there were a lot of swimmers, that uh, top swimmers that didn't participate at this uh, uh, championships. But, you know, new swimmers are creeping out of the woodwork uh, very, very fast and setting very, very good times. So I would suggest our coaches would be back this week still in yes. action. Winter is really upon us. Uh, we look at uh, up in the Eiffel by March. You can really feel the season changing. Uh, and we would uh, have to have a resolution with regards to support from our government uh, at least by the next two weeks, by the mid-March, mid which you know which way we're going. As soon as possible. Thank you so much. Alan Fritz, President of Swimming South Africa.